Hello and welcome to the, um, I'm not even sure what this is anymore. Uh, I'm here with Dom as always. Dom, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm amazing, Sterny. Are you ready for the worst episode of the podcast? <laughs> 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 I perhaps very naively assumed, I mean, it's a I've, dreadful, dreadful film. Like, awful, but I naively assumed there'd be a ton to research and unpack here. Absolutely nothing. This is gonna uh, be. I mean, it's a very interesting film. There's a bit to talk about. Uh, we're talking about snuff today. Um, snuff. The night. We got tired of talking about good films. Yeah, so we went for the worst film instead. Well, that was my thought. Was because um, we talked about like really good video nasties. We talked about Possession last week, for example, and I thought, well, most of them was shit. So. Let's let's talk about one so we can show the other side of the corner. It's just a low rent, completely Z grade, nothing, low effort movie, um, and this is one of the worst ones of the video nasties that I've seen. And I remember it being quite funny at points. So I thought, hey, let's go for this one. Not everything can be sort of Evil Dead level quality. Yeah, I um, I'd not seen this before, and you had, and you kept warning me that it was terrible, and you kept saying dumb. This is going to be horrible. I wasn't, I wasn't ready, Sturdy. I wasn't ready for what this was. <laughs> like, I mean, where do you even begin with this film? Because it's just, it's rubbish. But the intent was, was, was just clearly they didn't give a fuck. Clearly, there's no thought into this movie whatsoever, and it's just awful. <laughs> No, well, it has some. It has an insane production. Like that's the, the easily the most interesting thing about this. Like the production and the publicity stunts around it, which we can get into. The film itself is nothing. Like it's literally <laughs> zero. Like it's <laughs> it. The way I think, just to sum it up in a sentence, it it flips between being hilariously bad and boring, but uh, most yeah. of it is in the boring category. That's the worst thing about this film. It's called Snuff and it's boring. Like, like it's... yeah, that's the thing. It's it sounds edgy as all hell. This is the fact this was a prosecutable film. I mean, this is a joke. Yeah, it's it's 80 minutes long and it felt like 3 hours. Like I was so bored. Like I got to say in the first scene I was like, oh, maybe this wasn't as bad as I remember it. Maybe now I've got a better understanding of genre and a, a bit more of an appreciation for these, like, lowest tier films. I, I was going to enjoy it more, but nope. It just, it, it's just bad. It's just, like, you have the action sequences, which are so funny. Like, so, so funny. Like, the blood is just red paint and it's so overdramatic, like, every day. It's either overdramatic or they just don't really care they've been murdered. Like, the second guy who gets killed <laughs> and he gets stabbed in the back in the airport, he's like, oh no, I've been murdered. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. Also, the guy's called Satan, which is my favorite. <laughs> Satan. Satan, sorry. <laughs> With his, like, awful 60s hair. Uh, I mean, nothing has any depth. It's It's got the most simple plot on the planet, and yet it becomes incomprehensible at points. Um, the cinematography is like some of the actual worst I've ever seen in my life. Like, the framing. They didn't give a fuck. Oh, no, God. It's 
lots of shots of people's back as they talk and st- stuff like that. Right a lot from of, the start. Like. A lot of, let's go on a motorcycle ride, let's go in a speedboat. Let's, come on, pad this out. we got to get to 70, 79 minutes or whatever this is. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the uh, the whole beginning. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. The music and the, uh, them riding on the bike. And then I was like, this is just still going. Still riding on a bike and this music is still playing. What you know is what going that, on? <laughs> you know what that scene and a few others reminded me of? Manos, the hands of fate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Such a Manos film. But Manos is incredible. <laughs> Ma- I don't know. I-, I think I'd rather watch this again than Manos. Manos is also hilarious, punctuated by long periods of boring. Yeah, but, um, very true. The first like, 10 minutes of Manos is just driving, and that was because it was meant to have opening credits over it, but they didn't put them in. I would not be surprised to learn that was the case with this. Oh, it seems the case. Like, because it, it is an opening credits thing with no opening credits, like, so clearly. And then when they start talking, oh my god. <laughs> the dubbing, the dubbing. It's just, <laughs> they no, no caring. There's just absolutely nothing. I mean, I think we got to talk about the music in that opening scene because uh, they really, they, it's just not born to be wild. It was Steppenwolf. Like I was like, oh, the the music bought to be wild, and then the guitar just kept like looping weirdly, and and it's got like the... one like a few like weird differences that just sound really unmusical. But it's as close as you can get to Born to Be Run, presumably Born to Be Wild, not Born to Run, uh, presumably without paying for it. Yeah, and throughout the film, they use weird like almost jazz bits that are just like <laughs> that are horrific, I th- I... like. <laughs> Like I thought in the first scene, okay, maybe, 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 because I had a half star in Letterbox. I still have a half star. I thought maybe I'm gonna end up giving it to one because of the music. But after the 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 first murder scene, there's no there's no good music in it, and they changed. Did you notice at one point it was uh not Link Ray's rumble? Like it was so obviously that like dun dun dun, except just completely unmusical and butchered so you don't have to <laughs> so it's it's not link ray's rumble we promise yeah i mean they seem to do that with a lot of the things where it's just like this isn't this song uh, we promise this is a this is a new song that we made entirely on our own but like the film's trying to be counterculture right it's trying to be like you know post manson counterculture hippies on bikes committing murders you know it's clearly going because all the bloody motorcycles and she's wearing the like bikini with the american flag it's clearly trying to be easy rider except this is 1975 yeah exactly like it's way past its prime it's 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 trying to do its relevance yeah got, like wes craven like you know dismantling all that in last house on the left and this is still i mean it's they don't care is the thing yeah they don't give a shit i mean it was made like if you start reading about the production, it's insane. It was an entirely different film made by like a grindhouse husband and wife, and then was repurposed. Re- repurposed. They added two minutes at the end. Yeah, they added two minutes of a woman getting butchered by a film crew. Like, <laughs> I think I think we got to talk about the special effects before we get into the specifics because, like. So, I mean, okay, who knows? Spoilers. There. Yeah. Um, like, so, 
at the end, it's like, and cut. And the joke is it's been a movie the whole time, even though the bit that supposedly the real bit is as fake as the film. And then they murder someone, uh, supposedly this time for real, but obviously not. But it's so fake. It reminded me of Tropic Thunder. You know, at the beginning of Tropic Thunder when they're like fake Vietnam movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see that definitely with like the... <laughs> It's it's so hilariously bad. Like, and this was controversial. Ju- well, we should get into that eventually as well. How it's not actually controversial, but well, like that the hand like coming off. It's like it's not even like it's you know how easy is it? Like people make cheap gore films all the time, right? Especially in the seventies and eighties. But like. It's just bought from a costume shop. It's like a gag thing children get for the Halloween costumes. You know, the post office probably sold them, <laughs> you know, around Halloween. And this was meant, like, it, it's, it really looks like that. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Oh, yeah. This had to be, you know, if you if you sold a copy of this, it was a prosecutable offense. This, this was going to corrupt our children, this joke. Of a movie, and it was it was all genius marketing by the that's by the, the that's all the film was. This is an exploitation film so pure that they were exploiting this idea that when VHS started, that there were really snuff films being um, being distributed. So they turned their awful slasher film and added two minutes at the end where it turns into the holy mountain. Um, where they go and cut. Oh wait, now we're murdering someone for real. And then they marketed it with the tagline, "It could only be shot in South America where life is cheap." And it worked because our government is stupid. I was gonna talk about that as well. Like, could we talk about how racist the tagline is? As well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, famously, you just go to South America and murder people, and it's fine. In South America, where life is cheap, like... Uh, this... No, where making movies are cheap and probably tax-free. Yeah, could we... <laughs> like, I, I hate to say stuff like this, because it's such a, like, oh, like... But I think give us 30k, we could make a better film than this. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. I mean, give us the budget of a Neil Breen film, we could make an... Inf- give us give us 30k, well... Yeah, but... They made a product to try and push out real quick and make a profit in a few weeks, which it did. It grows 10 times more than the budget. Oh, well, yeah, it makes sense. All the publicity stunts that did with, like, the fake protests and stuff. It's genius. Like... Also, also, right, 30k in 1975, not 30k now. Like, god damn it, because this is the worst one we've done. Megan is missing. Megan is Missing was like 30k 10 years ago, and it is a higher caliber of production. I can't believe I said those words. I can't believe you just said that, but it might be true. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate to to say it. (laughs) God, like, they did did not care. Like, this, this acting is like... The people are just saying stuff like my favorite scene in the film is when they murder the shopkeeper for no reason and then the grandma comes out and then they murder her for no reason and then the kid's like mama mama <laughs> mama 
Oh, no. Just watch that scene on YouTube. That's hilarious. Yeah, just find scenes from this. Don't watch this film. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, if you've got some friends around, you could probably chat enough through the, like, actual boring bits. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's some really bad... Do you remember when, when the, the, the actress, she gets off the plane, and the first question the journalist asked her, I was like, are you going to be nude in your new movie? <laughs> That's what we do now. That's that's how we do it. Look, oh my god! This also, film. when it's meant to be night, and they just put a, like a blue tint on, yeah. on the daylight footage, and you can see the sun. You can see where the sun is shining, but they've just put a blue tint. And it's like just film at night, man. It's not that difficult. Like just wait a few hours. I mean, <laughs> then then you need lighting. No, this tr- is easier. True. Very true. <laughs> then you need lights. <laughs> Oh, and also, like, you know, the editing in this, I- I'm prepared to call it avant-garde. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> this could be studied as some avant-garde masterpiece of editing if you wanted to go that way. <laughs> it's like, it just cuts to random things in the scene that that nothing is. I mean, I think they just wanted to use every shot they filmed, presumably, or they were trying to cover up mistakes c- consistently were being made. Yeah, I imagine that's where it is. Like, because weren't it like originally filmed without sound and everything? Because the actors oh, didn't clearly. didn't understand English. It's like it's insane. <laughs> that's fairly cut. And also, then you don't need to get a boom mic. Then you can have like, like you know, at the end when it's like, and you know, it cuts to the supposed real bit or the the bit that's meant to be super subversive or whatnot. I was like, you, they did not have a film crew this big shooting this film. No, God, no. No, it was like two people. (laughs) This very much reminded me of, it's the film I've not seen, but Red Letter Media have talked about, um, Blood Shack or The Chupa. Oh, okay, yeah, I've not seen it either, but I've seen them talk about it. But, like, you know when they're, like, they shoot a rodeo for five minutes and (laughs) the rodeo was happening? Carnival scene. Carnival, yeah, (laughs) the carnival scene, (laughs) Wait, let's continue this conversation at the carnival. Cut to footage they didn't shot shoot, or they shot with like actual consumer grade camcorders. These filmmakers were literally like, "Oh, a carnival's come to town. Let's let's go film there randomly." Like, this really, I'm surprised this hasn't been on Best of the Worst yet. No, I'm very surprised I've not seen more people talk about it. You know, because th- does this have any cult status, Tony? Do people actually I... like this? Like. Well, I was trying to think, because this was uh, passed uncut in 2003, but there's no UK release, and I was trying to work out who would buy this. Because it's got um, an American Blu-ray, which I gotta say the restoration's pretty good on it, that Blue Underground did in, in 2013. But, like, I was also trying to work out, is there even the smallest cult following to this? Certain, I mean, because the video nasties in general do have cult followings as a as a category, and I guess this falls into that. But outside of that... Does anyone even think this is memorable? Well, yeah, exactly. Because we'd heard of it, is the thing. So if we'd heard of it, it it had to have come from somewhere. Right? Well, I saw, I heard of this because I was watching um, a documentary on the video nasties called, like, Draconian Days or something. It was, it was a very good documentary. It's, like, three hours. Um, it was on like, the Horror Channel or something. 
and they were like, you know, most of them were rubbish. And the clip they used to illustrate that was um, snuff. It wasn't <laughs> even like, don't go into the woods alone. Like, this is what they thought was the worst one. Um, and I was like, it was the final scene where, you know, they're cutting her hand off. And it is a, like a cheap $2 Halloween costume thing. And I thought, I have to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's so bad. It's it's. I, I was trying to make notes for this film, and I think I ended up just writing bad down. That was, that was literally yeah, the, it. First, like, the first two bullet points I have are low effort and rubbish. <laughs> yeah, that sums it up perfectly. Like, <laughs> and for, I think you can still find the original version of this somewhere because um, when you look at all the actors, they've been in nothing. Um, but. Except this and The Slaughter, which is what this was originally called. So yeah. maybe the original version is lying about somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's literally just that end bit cut off, isn't it? Like... <laughs> oh, God, and and the flashback sequence as well. This is when it starts to lose me. I'm like, who is this? What's <laughs> happening? Well, I, she's like... I couldn't name a single fucking character except Satan. Like... Satan! <laughs> um, what was her... Was was the main character's name Alex? The, well, the woman in it. This doesn't really have a main character. Alex London. Oh my god! What about that weird scene with like he's an arms dealer? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I, I I feel like I I watched this yesterday and I've already blanked out things from it. Like I hated it that much. Like it's just so it's so bad. I mean. It, there's got to be, I don't think there is, but if there's a compilation on YouTube of all the funny scenes, that'd probably be about 15 minutes, watch that. I think if you've got friends around, I think there is reason enough to watch this. If you, if you, if you really like dive deep into bad movies, like you might as well do this. But like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think what to compare this to, like similar tonally and filmmaking wise. Um... Like Chopping Mall or something, but that's a lot more fun. No. It's very bad. Chopping Mall is really fun, though, and I love the soundtrack. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen Don't Go Into the Woods Alone, which is boring as well. Like, that's on a similar level to this, and that's also just boring and nothing and a low-effort movie that somehow... I mean, this is what a lot of the video nasties were, and you think, wow... Can't believe it. If the Driller Killer just had different box art, maybe all of history would have been altered. Yeah, exactly. I love how it's the Driller Killer. But that's the thing, like, again, like, how were these so controversial? Like, it, the bad. And it's not like anybody could have been fooled by this, right? Like, they, we're not talking about the fucking 20s. Like, this is the 1970s. Like, it's like... Because... It was a moral panic whipped up by the box art for the Driller Killer, because if anyone's actually seen the Driller Killer, it's boring. Yeah, the Driller Killer's... Where a guy gets murdered by a bit, a drill, and it doesn't look anywhere near as realistic as the box art does. It's, um, it's, it's an interesting, like, moral panic thing. Because it's like, people were arrested because of this film, because they were going and smashing up the poster cases and stuff. And it's like, because somebody sprayed some blood on a Halloween costume. Like, it's it's insane. Like It's always, like, this... We just have a habit of blaming bloody movies or games. I mean, it's not just us, America. I mean, I'd, I'd highly recommend everyone watch Bowling for Columbine. Um, 
on America and how they tried to blame, you know, massive systemic issues and problems with guns on, you know, Marilyn Manson and Doom. Um, because, like, they had the Jamie Bulger murders and they, they, they tabloids got a hold of, because the guy had rented Child's Play 3. Like, Child's Play 3 is, like, a comedy. Yeah, exactly. Like, Child's Play is a, it's a doll killing people, for God's sake. It's not like... <laughs> like, you know, um, you know, this was at a time where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 had to be cut because he got two sausages and used them as a nunchuck and they were told the filmmakers that it's either getting an 18 rating or they have to cut that out. Wow, it's... it's absolutely mental because <laughs> like you know i spit on your grave cannibal holocaust you, you see it do you understand how shocking and boundary pushing those were um you know regardless of their overall quality but most i mean th this is this is not this is a nothing movie and you know by putting it on this list people went out and watched it well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It had literally the opposite effect of what they wanted. Like all of these films became known, and were the became these like big cult things because they tried to ban it. I, I mean, looking through our history, you tried to ban something. People just want it more. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's yeah. I mean, I don't even know what more there is to say about this movie is there any other funny scenes we've not met <laughs> i don't know this it's it's so insane it's like i was like what can i even say about this apart from going through every single point about the movie and been like well this is bad and this is also bad that's about the movie like i can't think of a redeeming thing <laughs> there isn't really a redeeming thing in it you're right i guess the first weird jazzy bongo track was it um it's funny at points it un is yeah intentionally that that's the thing but it's not like it's not like so bad it's good like it's nowhere near that kind of thing because it's just boring the, the ending right okay i mean the thing is the intent of this was to make money and they didn't care artistically so it's kind of hard to critique it but if they had done like a one like the first half was a like cut this in half the first and then the all the bits before the like supposed real murder um i'll just you condense that to the funniest worst bits and maybe add some sort of a few jokes here and there and whatnot and then halfway through you call cut and then the next like one cut of the dead about 40 minutes and then you have 40 more minutes of a of a different film that suddenly really well done and really realistic about like you know people murdering people on cameras and you still wouldn't have a good movie you'd have complete tonal whiplash but you'd have a cult movie there you'll have something at least worth talking about oh well, yeah exactly like you did something like that like one cut of the dead type thing it, it could be interesting you could say something and like don't just have this weird twist thing happen two minutes at the end. And I know why it happened, because of the whole insane production of it. Like, a guy just went, oh, I'll release this with, like, a, re a real quotation marks death at the end. And but, like, it's, 
it's um, it just doesn't surprise me that's what happened because when you're watching it you when initially they zoom out to the film crew you think something clever is about to happen or the, <laughs> they, the filmmakers have a self-awareness you, about what they've done did you think it was the whole mountain no because <laughs> I, I think they were very alejandro hodorowsky and smart yeah yeah um they but they clearly didn't because the bits after that are as bad as the rest of the movie well yeah exactly like it that that's the whole point like this when you pull the camera back or do something like that it's supposed to mean something <laughs> like it's supposed to say anything like not just look what we did like <laughs> that's all this is it's such a look what we did kind of thing my god i mean what a waste of an evening <laughs> i knew it i knew it and i i chose this over some other really bad ones we have because it just it it doesn't really make you mad or anything it's just a movie and i kind of couldn't be asked to rewatch the august underground or the devil's honey or anything like that and after watching it i thought i almost would have rather yeah something like actually objectionable or actually like you know we could have bad in a way you can dissect yeah with like those because i've not watched many of the bad ones yet a lot of the ones we're doing or the ones I have seen are a lot of the like cult classic real good films. Whereas a lot of the bad ones I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to watch them for this, I guess. Like I've not seen August Underground or Devil Sunny or anything like that. But I feel like I I could have gotten riled up at those at least. <laughs> yeah. Both of those have like artistic intent. Um you know of, of one kind or another like okay maybe the the intent of the august underground is that there is no intent but like it's a nihilistic film this isn't nihilistic this is nothing no there's no like like a lot of the films we watch are nihilistic and you can at least say that about them but this hasn't even got that like it's not gritty really it's not dirty or anything it's not it's not saying look how much life sucks it's just some people stabbing some people and the people not even really reacting to getting killed like it's it's insane like it's so funny the murder please go everyone if you're still listening google the bit where they they, they kill the guy in the corner shop it's so funny it's like it's like so funny that's like if there was more of that you'd have yourself a great bad film but you don't. You have people walking around saying stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, at least cut out the bits where it's just people saying stuff or riding on X vehicle for 10 minutes and saying stuff. Like, we don't need do that. Like, police in- do you remember, like, the police interrogation scene where, like, she's with him, like, basically just before he's being murdered and then they're like, oh, yeah, you can go. <laughs> yeah, no. not important for this investigation. <laughs> it's like... It's like the real criminal justice system, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, should we do final thoughts? <laughs> I think so. I think I have no more thoughts. No thoughts, just snowflakes. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> I mean, watch some clips on this on YouTube. Uh, if you really want to get some friends around and watch it and have a bit of a laugh and, you know, maybe chat a bit in it during this you know it it could be good for that but i think ultimately what this film shows is 
just how absurd that video nasty scare was and also that not all that stuff is because most of the stuff in that that's remembered for reasons other than being a video nasty were pretty boundary pushing works of art to one degree or another many of them highly highly flawed but a lot of them were also just this yeah i think they made their money they made the money yeah i think that's the one thing you can add is this film shows that not all of those films were good (laughs) <laughs> like, just because it got banned or it was seen as controversial, definitely not a stamp of it meaning anything. It's, it, it, I mean, not, a, not only just they were bad, but they were like, I mean, nothing. Like, if, uh, I wonder, I wonder, maybe I should look this up before, if this has got a 15 rating. I really, I would really imagine it. Oh, is. yeah. I mean, I can't. No, it's an it's an eight. It's an 18 rating, uh, but from 2000. Is that because of drugs, though? I assume. Oh my god! I, we forgot all the uh, all the comical drug use. <laughs> like at the beginning, I think she's meant to be smoking a joint, but it's a cigarette. <laughs> it's just a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> you get any other good stuff stirring? <laughs> and yeah, no, yeah, that's always when you know they've done their research when they refer to everything as stuff. Yeah, where every every drug is the good stuff. <laughs> God, the blood in this is just paint or like ketchup. What's this even? S- <laughs> I mean, what? what? Like, it's almost a work of genius. The fact that you can make a script with like nothing in it. <laughs> like they did fill 79 minutes was absolutely nothing. I know. I, I love how. Well done. You've lost your mind so much. You've gone to this is a work of genius. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> My god. Dom, I think we should make a movie. Yeah, let's make Snuff 2. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll make it Snuff 2. <laughs> Shot in uh, 2020 Britain because life is cheap. <laughs> life is cheap. <laughs> Tory Ta- <laughs> Ta- Britain where life is cheap. <laughs> oh, that's the best tagline ever. We need to save that one. Like... <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Okay, I mean, yeah. And on that bombshell. (laughs) So, next week, good movie. Yeah, you you can announce the good one, Stenny. You go for it. Um, So since we had this idea, this is a film we wanted to do because it's a hot take we both have because it's a film that was um, just sort of coolly received, like two-star reviews, three-star reviews, thereabouts. Um, we both think is like properly excellent, flawed but excellent. Um, and we also get to talk about music as well. Uh, it is the biopic of Mayhem of the band Mayhem, Lords of Chaos, and it's a real good film. And me and Dom are gonna be mounting a very staunch defense of this as like a proper artistic work. Yeah, definitely. I will have a whole lot to talk about on the next episode. <laughs> Have you only seen it once? I've only seen it once when we went to the cinema, yeah. You're going to find, I think, that it's even better on second watch. I think I've, I have actually seen it three times, so this will be the fourth I've watched it. And there's, there's just more and more to appreciate, and you, you can kind of look past more and more of the flaws with each watch. Amazing. But thank you for wasting 30 minutes of your <laughs> yeah. life with us just Thank now. you for wasting your time on snuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Think of all the things you could have been doing for the last half hour. And you listened to us talk about stuff. Yeah, you're 30 minutes closer to death. And that was what you did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, take care, everyone. Thank you. You've been listening to the Extreme Cinema Podcast with Alexander Sternberg and Dom Loach. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing as it really helps us out. The original artwork for the podcast was done by George Arnold. The Extreme Cinema Podcast, available where all good podcasts are available.